Good morning, Mashi. Good evening, Dennis. I'm going with an all-time classic. Well, classic source of quotes. I don't know about classic specific quote today. Yeah. Going with Mark Twain. Ooh, okay. He's got to be top one of the most quoted people of all time, right? Yeah, I mean, how long do you want to make the list? Like Shakespeare's got to be number one, right? I don't know, dude. Shakespeare invented some words, right? So like bored, for example, is a word that only exists because of Shakespeare. So does he get credit for that? No. Then... Shakespearean lines are quoted to sleep perchance to dream. Yeah, but like not in ordinary conversation. Eh. Like I think a lot of idioms are attributed to Mark Twain. That might be true. There's a lot of idioms that are based on Shakespeare, though. Though, If you're going to credit... Twain, you gotta kind of yeah that's fair enough anyway the quote i've chosen is about forgiveness and about and about anger and it's a very famous quote which is anger is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than than to anything on which it is poured um Mm. you do not strike me in personal or professional life as a grudge holder which is really what this is a sort of parable against you know I, i i don't hold grudges but there is a fine line um between holding grudges and kind of remembering when people have treated you poorly. Right. This butts up a little against um, fool me once, shame on you, right? That's kind of the antithesis of this. So it's one of those things where I think you have to set aside the very bare example of when someone's broken trust with you. Mm -hmm. You're not holding a grudge against someone if they've broken trust with you and you no longer trust them. But there's this fine line, I think, with and this is you very specifically, or I should say not you, but um, Samuel Clemens, Mark Twain, very specifically called out anger. Mm. Um, because there's always this fine line between are you holding a grudge? You still mad? And no, I'm not mad, but you treated me poorly and I haven't forgotten it. Well, that's you mentioned anger. And, and it is the sort of like this. And he uses, I mean, acid's an appropriate um, analogy. The sort of like spiteful thing that you carry around with you, right? That's where mm-hmm. you do the real damage because there's every chance that the person that you're upset upset with or angry with isn't even thinking about you at all. And there's that great oh gosh, bit. Yes. There's that great bit in Mad Men uh, towards the end of the show where um, Don gets in the elevator and the guy goes, you know, oh, I pity you. You know, I give the uh, you know you discuss all this stuff. And Don looks at him and goes, I don't think about you at all. And that's like the greatest comeback to that. And that's what this is sort of getting at: the idea that you're doing more damage to yourself by brooding on something than even you know, then the even the thing you originally felt betrayed by ever could. Oh yeah, you know, a lot of business talk and personal help talk is like, why are you letting them live rent free in your brain? Exactly. And the idea there, I mean, anger, and I don't mean to be trite, and I don't mean to. I, anger is an important emotion. All emotions are really kind of important when it comes down to it. And I think that we do a lot with negative emotions to minimize them. Don't be angry. Don't be upset. Don't be sad. No, that's part of being human. No one ever runs around saying, don't be happy. Dude, you're too happy right now. Calm down. You know, but people will say that when you're angry or sad. Um, and I, I get it. You can wallow in those things. You can start to feed right. them and start staying in that state. But there's nothing inherently wrong with being angry as long as you don't stay angry. Feeling things is good. Feeling things is important. And in fact, when we when we tamp them down, that's when we end up becoming that vessel for acid because we've tamped it down. We haven't let it run its course. So I think that's important. 
but holding on to it. And this is where I think, you know, this is where I think it's important to recognize the difference between remembering something, maybe when someone has done you poorly and actually actively maybe bearing malice mm-hmm. or having that flare up inside or you. ruminating that opportunity. Right? Yeah. Oh man, that son of a, or I can't wait till I get the opportunity to rub his face in it or get mm-hmm. him back for this. You put so much energy into that when you could just casually, I'm not saying ignore it. I'm not saying just get over it, which is another thing. Like, just get over it, man. This, know, these are very what? classically sort of, you know, um, toxic masculinity tropes, right? This idea of everything, all of your emotions have to water off a duck's back and you're supposed to just plow on and um, not, you know, not let them drag you down. But there's a big gap between not letting them drag you down and not feeling them at all, right? It's important when you, when you feel an emotion, negative or positive, to experience it, recognize it, and then not let it, not carry it around with you all the time, right? Not let it sit in that jar, not let it damage you. Um, right. And I think, like you mentioned, it's very, very tempting to just push all those feelings down. And I'm guilty of doing that plenty of times in my life, pushing all those feelings down and then having them bubble over down the line. And, the, and you know, those problems end up growing 10, 100 fold as a result. Oh my God. Yeah. You're giving them fertile ground to uh, grow and come back on you later. I think this is where stoicism Mm-hmm. gets misunderstood and a bit of a bad name. You know, you can control your anger. You, you're making a choice to be angry. You're making a choice to be sad. You're making a choice to be happy. You're making a choice to be frustrated. And a lot of people, I think, look at that and say things like, well, yeah, you're making a choice to be angry. So just ignore that anger or ignore that situation. That is not what's happening. I no, think but- stoicism is about intelligently engaging with why you're angry. Mm-hmm why that makes you angry, why on some level, maybe that anger, and I think this is, I want to say 100, but I'm going to say 99% of the time is a reflection of something else going on within you. And you can address that internally. That's what it means to make a choice to be angry, right? I think there's a difference between being angered and being angry, right? Being angered is a, is a, is an emotion and experience being angry is a state is an attribute and there's a permanence to it. And that's what we're talking about. This sort of carrying this, this thing around with you stoicism. And you're more, uh, more stoic than I am for sure is about sort of, you know, letting the chips fall where they may and sort of having things be in the natural order of the world and charting yourself through it without letting yourself get knocked too far off course. Right. That doesn't mean the ship doesn't encounter crosswinds. Of course, but it's, it's about understanding I mean, the ship and crosswinds is a great example. You can control what's going on inside the ship. You can't control the crosswinds. And you must understand that. And we're all at the mercy of it. And I think it's really saying, I'm going to control the things I can control. And I'm going to let the other chips fall where they may. Carrying anger, though. Being angry, emotional response. How long you stay in that anger, um, Definitely a choice. Being angry and carrying that anger with you, there's no question that's a choice. That's really, you know, emotions like that, you you have to make a decision to hold on to them. <laughs> they don't just stay naturally. You have to stoke the fires. But it's keep a te- those it's, going. It's a tempting decision, right? It's it's it, it maybe comforting isn't the right word, but it feels satisfying to stew in it sometimes. And it's difficult to ignore the pull to want to do that. I don't know if it's a expression of self-pity or if it's a coping mechanism, but it sometimes it does feel right to say like, you know what? This is ruined my day. 
I'm going to stew in it. And that's a decision that I've made, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm not, I don't think that's basically ever a good idea, but I think it's very easy to say, oh, well, that's a decision, but it doesn't feel like a decision at the time sometimes. I think, yeah, well, at the time, and that's the trick, right? Just hearing like, oh yeah, Mashi and Dennis were talking. I guess it is a decision. Huh, figured that out. It does not work that way. Emotions right. don't work that way. There's a great meme where, it, it, like in, I don't know if it's the, I think it's the second of the um, Star Treks with Chris Pike or whatever, where um, the old Spock meets the new Spock. Have you seen this? Leonard mm-hmm. Nimoy and Zachary Quinto. And he's like, did you have a bad day? Or did you have a bad five minutes that you're carrying throughout your day? And that's really, when we talk about things that have angered us and things that have ruined our day, or when we've had, oh man, I had such a bad day today because this one thing happened on a phone call for 90 seconds and it just ruined everything. Think about how often we do that. A casual conversation, an encounter with someone that may have lasted less than 10 minutes, ruined our whole day. I had such a bad day today. And then you ask yourself, okay, wait, how much am I letting 5, 10, 30, an hour totally say my day is ruined? I'm um, I'm a big fan of um, wrenching, wrenching control of the narrative away from uh, something negative. So personal example, Nikki and I, this was it must have been five or six years ago now, um, quite early on in our relationship, we were in the car and we had an argument, like we had a fight. And we were driving along. And we were in, in the city and I was like, hey, just, just pull over. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, just pull over here for a second. Just just pull in and just give me a minute. And she was like, is he going to run off? Like, is he going to go go get the bus home or whatever? Like, is he just done? And I went in and I ran around the corner and I went to this donut shop and I bought a 24 box of like stupid donuts, right? It was like, it was expensive. <laughs> like it was, uh, I was, I was spending money. And I came back and, and I put it in the, I put it in the back of the car. And she was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, well, now... When you think about this day, this isn't going to be, oh, that time Dennis and I had that fight about that. It's going to be that time Dennis and I ate four donuts each. And we're like, then, then we're like, we got to throw the rest of the way. It was a stupid, like, it was the day we bought too many donuts. And she 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 laughed. And basically, I, it was an amazing investment. I spent like 40 bucks to not have a fight anymore. Would highly recommend. Gets, you get diminishing returns on it. I don't think you can play that card too many times. But this idea that I was like, I don't want this to be what we remember about today. I want this to be what we remember about today. Mm-hmm. Totally took the wind out of the sails of the fight. Um, that's obviously like an extreme goofy example. Okay. Did you resolve the issue in the fight? The issue, <laughs> the issue, as as is the case with so many fights, the issue had been resolved. What we were toiling with was, was, our, was our reactions to the resolution. The right? aftermath. And that's yeah. kind of pointless. Not not pointless. It's you know it's valid, but it's not going to result in some grand new decision, right? The, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have the same fight again tomorrow. If that's what you're asking. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying like it, th- this is only good if you're just trying to change the mood after everything's been resolved and right. we're stewing. Stewing is never good. Feeling important, good. Don't ignore it. Don't push it down. Stewing in it is no. Being angered is fine. Out. Being angry is not. Yeah, I, I think that's a great way to put it. I will say, I, you're a fan of How I Met Your Mother, right? I mean, I've watched the show. I don't know how much I would call myself a fan of it, but I have it seen hasn't aged the well. show. Don't, it hasn't don't aged well, and it. also the ending's not very good. But aside from yeah. that. But for a period of time, um, Robin and Barney are dating, mm-hmm. and they've never had a fight. Do you remember this bit? I do. Anytime they're about to fight, Robin just takes her top off and they have sex, which is 
they don't resolve anything, but it's very similar to what you're talking about. Just exactly. Just, I mean, you, but that, at that point you're just, cause there's a bit, um, um, saying in how rain weather don't Marshall and Lily have a timeout whenever they're having a fight, they call timeout and they don't, you know, resolve it. And then right. they have a really big fight and Lily tries to call timeout. And he's like, no, this is too big to do that. And that's, that, that's, that's tamping things down, right? That's kicking the can down the road. But sometimes if you're having a bad day, I'm not saying all problems can be solved with two, two dozen donuts, but I have yet to encounter one that can't. <laughs> I think what's important is you've got to know when you've hit that, like, as we've already said, that resolution and you're struggling emotionally, as we all do, to come out of it, to say, okay, I think we got there. What are we going to do? Let's mm-hmm. stop this. We don't need to do this anymore. My father we, does that a lot. If Nikki and I, like, if, 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 it wasn't even Nikki, no, I was dating, but especially with Nikki now, um, if I have an argument and I'm like, oh, Nikki and I had a fight about this thing, my dad's like, well, is she going to leave you? I'm like, well, no. And he's like, well, then what are you talking about? What do you mean? Yeah. There's like, is she, are you going to get divorced? And I was like, well, no. And he's like, well, then it's fine. We, it'll yeah. be all right. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's pretty. There's only, there's only one stake here. Yeah, right? right. Exactly. And until we get to those stakes, it doesn't matter. But it does really articulate in physical manner, external manner, what we were saying about the Stoics. Make a mm-hmm. choice. Change things. You can do it. Sometimes it's two dozen donuts, right? But it doesn't have to be. It can just be you getting up and saying, okay, I think I've this has run its course. I'm going to choose to do something else. I'm going to choose to approach it differently. Or I really do think, as I've said, it's run its course and I can lay it to rest. Because carrying it around, it it is it serves no purpose. Mm-hmm. It only it, it's misery. You are punishing yourself, and you think you're punishing the other person. But just like you They're said, not even Don, there. it's like you know what? I ain't thinking about you, bro. It's like who are you? What who? Well, Mashi, I hope you go into today free of anger, and I hope you come out the same way. Have a good day. Uh, like likewise, Dennis. Have a great morning.